Coming up, it's the final episode of Sean Vember, where Matt gets challenged to identify sound clips from movies, music, and television to test his pop culture knowledge. Join us. It starts right now. Sean, Sean, Sean. Sean, 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 Sean. S-H-A-U-N. S-H-A-U-N. Sean, 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 Sean. This is Up for Debate, episode number 221, recorded December 2nd, 2021. Hello, everybody. Welcome to this special Sean Vember episode of Up for Debate. I'm Sean Jennings, joined, as always, by a man who's got to rack up the points tonight. It's Matt Mariani. Hello, Matt. Hey, Sean. How are we doing? What's the uh, what's the cash prize on this? Matt, we are talking dollars here so get excited it is uh well it's it was sean tember and then it was sean vember and somehow we've managed to slip into sean sember somehow uh, your name fits in with all the months this is <laughs> a conspiracy i feel we're, like we're gonna just have to keep doing my month every month until we find where it doesn't fit yeah we, we have march i've sean just got is. march march madness ironically march might be the only month that my name fits and yours doesn't yeah, May, I think, would be tough. March to Madness? Well, actually, yeah, May. You could be Matt uh, A. Matt Uary. Oh, Matt. I think it's good. Matt, Matt Uli. We kind of have like a split. Like my uh, my my months are in the beginning of the year. Yours are, are kind of toward the end. This I do is a uh, long named months. Yeah. Yeah. Matt, Matt Lai, Sean Uli. Yeah, see, July is the one where it gets kind of tricky. We would need a third party with like a J name. I think they would squeeze in there, but uh, we got some trivia tonight. Oh, Matt, this is going to be a treat. We've already done the great cracker taste off and we already did the Sean themed this or that. And Matt, we're putting you on the spot one more time in this final Sean Vember episode. Matt, the trivia challenge is back. And this time it is an all audio pop culture quiz extravaganza. All audio. Yes, all the clues will be audio clues. So well, I'm gonna I'm gonna run a little test now, Matt. Tell me if you can hear this. You got the thumbs up from me. All right, good. Yeah. That was a little test. And it didn't say on your screen the name of the thing I'm playing, right? It did not. Okay, perfect. Honor I system. Have, I have named them all the answers so I remember. Um so, Matt, we've got four rounds of trivia here. All of them are based on uh, audio clues. And I'll be giving you... It's all kind of different trivia each section around. I will be keeping score as we go through, and we'll see how you do. Are you ready? I'm, I'm absolutely ready. I'm stoked for this. I'm glad. I'm just glad you didn't go with the, uh, the picture clues. For, for a podcast, that might not flow, flow so well. <laughs> Well, that's what I thought was I was like, well, how, what, I, you know, we do ask questions and stuff like that. But I'm like, oh, I, as soon as I realized the platform could play music, I said, oh, this is going to be neat. So, Matt, our first round is commercials. Do you watch a lot of television commercials? Uh, I try to avoid them whenever possible. I hate commercials with a raging passion. Oh, boy. Well, that might not help you in this round. Matt, I have a series of television commercials that aired on television Sometime between 1970 and 2000. I'm going to play the audio for you, and you have to guess what year this commercial aired on television. 
All right. I'm ready to go. Are, are you feeling good about that? No, not a, that's a huge window of time, most of which I was not even alive for. So well, I think if you listen to the clues and you listen to the products and we'll we'll help you get there. All right. So let's right. play this first one. These are in no particular order. Again, between 1970 and 2000. This first one is going to be for Michelob beer. All week, you got yourself a winning streak. Some days are like nothing else. You just gotta pinch yourself. It's not your average day, you must admit. Here's the beer that makes the perfect fit. That's how it ended. Some days are better than others. I wasn't expecting that. Yeah. No, it's not a good ad, but some it is days a are better than show. others. Yeah, I guess. I guess grab a Michelob. Yeah. If you if you don't have a Michelob, your day's probably gonna suck. But it could be a little better, I guess, if you have a so Michelob. Uh, Matt, what year do you think this commercial aired in? Oh, I was I I was expecting you to ask me the artist. No, I don't think it was another, like Prince. <laughs> Prince actually put together that Michelob commercial. Believe it or not, uh, it was uh, Pete Seeger. Ooh, wow. This is Michelob ad. No wonder it was so catchy. No, I'm going to go ahead and say, oh, okay. Uh, this ad, probably 80s, probably 80s. I'm going to say 85. Why not? Now, I will say, I originally scored this if you had an opponent. You don't, and that's okay. So here's how I'm going to score this by points is I'm going to give you a range of plus or minus one year based on what you guess. And so if within those three-year span, you get a point. However, however far off you are, you actually lose that number of points. So what year did you say? Uh, I, I believe I said 1985. 1985. Matt, this commercial is from 1995. Oh, come on. <laughs> which would mean you, you start with a negative nine points. Damn. Not a great wow. start. That you know, how was I supposed to like game that one? I guess if I had said ninety, it would have been somewhere in the middle. But well, this is what I'm thinking. We we got to you explain the rules after I answered. Well, actually, also, if you're scoring, but the point was to get as close as possible. I think you kind of knew that. Yeah, yeah. I, I guess I suppose. Okay. All right, all right. Let's play this next one here. Uh, this is for Nerf, Nerf football. Here we go. Nerf football, rah, rah, rah. You can watch it go. Nerf football, rah, rah, rah. Easy to catch and throw. You can go for the long pond. But then we treat. It's easy to grip when you pass or receive. Nerf football, rah, rah, rah. You can watch it go. Nerf football from Parker Brothers. So a little, a little uh, excited kids number there, a little jazzy. 1992. 1992 is your guess. Final That's answer. my guess. By the way, Nerf footballs were, remember they were everywhere in the 90s. Nerf was huge. You don't see them anymore. Nerf was a major company. No, I think kids. You see Nerf, I guess they're kind of still around, but. It's Nerf or they nothing. They don't make iPads, so. I guess the kids aren't interested. They don't make apps. There's no app for Nerf. Actually, you know, it be. wouldn't surprise me if there was. Um, no, it probably almost certainly is actually, but it's just not probably not. They can't. They they haven't figured out how to monetize it yet. Is the problem? Custom Matt, Nerf skins. 
you guessed, uh, was it 1990? No, I said 92 or 93. I can't remember. Okay. We'll say 92 for your sake. The correct answer is 1980. Oh, my God. So you lose wow. 11 points. Sean, oh, no. that's a lot of points. That's oh, no. brutal. If I can give um, you a tip for the, the remaining commercials here, Matt, uh, there was a lot of VHS hiss in the background of that one. Maybe something to listen to. Well, that's uh, what that's that was where I went with the first one. That's why I thought the first one was 85. I thought it was a little bit of feedback from... Uh, I thought it, it had a very 80s sound to it. I, I, I you know what? I, 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 what I did was I, I thought about how popular Nerf footballs were in the 90s, and I just associated it with maybe, maybe they were big in the 80s too. They were. They started in the 70s. Hmm. Um, but let's see if you do better on this next one. This next one here is for Diet Coke. Oh, yeah. I thought it would taste good, but not this good. Diet Coke, yeah. There's both Diet Coke and new caffeine-free Diet Coke. Did the man in that commercial said? Did he say he doesn't care if it's diet or undiet? I love that. Okay. So, so this this commercial. If you saw the video, it's very funny because it's a bunch of like manly, like a construction worker and like manly guys who's like, I don't care if it's Diet Coke or regular. I'll, I drink it for the taste of it. No, he doesn't call it regular. He calls it undiet. 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 I don't care if it's regular or undiet. Um, by the way, if you can't, if you're only listening, Sean <laughs> sings, he actually like mouths the words. Lip-sync, Every commercial man. so far, he has successfully They're They're basically lip synced to, uh, all of them. So a diet or undiet. And I, I happen to catch, I'm using a little bit of a context here. I happen to catch at the end where they said that they were just introducing the new caffeine free Coke. Yeah. So I'm going to try to pinpoint and i'll probably be wrong on this but they probably did caffeine free coke probably in the 80s i'm guessing probably probably late 80s or actually we could we could maybe go all no i don't know if they had the technology for it in the 70s i don't know caffeine free sounds to me like a 90 like an 80s innovation that would have been also big in the 90s uh-huh. So I'm going to say late 80s. I'm going to say 1989, Sean. Well, you're closer than you have been. So that's pretty good. But it is 1983. 1983. Diet Coke was introduced, I think, in 81 or right around there. So this was not long after Diet Coke was first. This was the first ad campaign they had for Diet Coke. Yeah, I should have known that Diet Coke and caffeine-free Coke would have followed. Yeah. Yeah, unfortunately. But we've still got a few more. You can still catch up here. You're only, uh, I won't tell you how far behind you are, but you, you have lots of opportunity to catch up. You um, seem like the kind of person who would have read an, a, like a 800-page book about, about um, if there's one person I know who probably read a lengthy book about the introduction of Diet Coke or, or just like the history of the Coca-Cola company, you would, actually, you would be the guy. I have. I actually have. It's very good. I can recommend it to you. Um <laughs> <laughs> no, I will say I I found Pop it in the chat. There, there's a great um, 
YouTube channel called Dave's Archives, and he just it's just like 15 minute long videos of old commercials, and that's where I pulled a lot of these from. They're my favorite, one of my favorite things to watch. So, mm. uh, yes, I am a dork for this stuff, Matt. Let's continue over and check out uh, Nature Valley granola bars. Let's take a listen. For wholesome family snacking, Nature Valley Granola Bars. 100% natural. No additives, no preservatives. Granola now in crunchy bars. Honey and oats, coconut, and cinnamon flavors. All delicious. Granola now in crunchy bars. Give your family the treat that's wholesome. Nature Valley Granola Bars. Snack goes granola. Crunchy granola now in bars, Matt. Um, eighty. Mm, eighty-six. You want to take another crack at that one? Now it's got a it's got a real hippie sound to it, doesn't it? A real a real <sighs> okay. Actually, granola sound. Initially, I was I was thinking seventies. I was I was just. What threw me was the were they putting things were they putting things in bars in the seventies? I guess so, but granola, yeah, I guess why not? They had chocolate bars, but if this is like the earliest, yeah, I'll go with I'll go with I'm gonna change my answer, and I'm gonna go with seventy 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 seven. We'll go with seventy seven. Matt, that's a great guess. You're within the March of Air. It's 1978. You get a point. Oh, my God. Wow. <laughs> that's very good. Hey, I finally got one. Your first All right. one. I love it. All right. I'm on and the I board. Think, I think you're going to love this next one, Matt. It's from Taco Bell. Ooh, I, I do love Taco Bell. And you're going to love what you're I am a fan. Let's, uh, let's take a listen. It's like a top ten hit. It's a jam. That's got to be nineties. That's that's okay. the that's like a a nineties groove right there. I'm gonna say. 90, 90, 91. Let's say 91. Matt, that's a great guess. 1992. So you, you <laughs> oh, right there. Right there. That's in that margin. That was very good. Uh, Matt, that was our last commercial. After round one, your score sits at negative 23, but that's okay. You'll Why is that okay? It sounds really bad. Because you have many other opportunities to catch up. I'm never going to win Sean Jennings' money at this rate. <laughs> oh, you don't want to win my money, buddy. It's not That's worth much. That's the goal. Um, no, I think, I, I think in this next round you're going to do much better, Matt. It's name that tune. Okay, and here's how it works. I have clipped a number of songs, but 10 seconds of each song. Okay? What I'm going to do is I'm going to give you the year the song came out. 
and you're going to bet how many seconds you need to hear of that song to figure out what song it is. Now, I will tell you, on the downside, there's no choruses in any of these. Most of them have the title in it, so I didn't want to give it away. But on the plus side, every single song I will play was a number one hit when it came out. So these aren't hard to get songs, I don't think. The way you earn extra points is, if you have to get all 10 seconds, it's worth one point. If you can get it in one second, it's worth 10 points. So it, the fewer seconds you, you are able to guess it in, the more points you will get. Does that make sense? Yeah, that is pretty... So I have to guess what? The name you said? Uh, I would like the name and the artist, but you have to at least get one. One, either name or artist. Now, what are these obscure songs? Is that the They're idea? They're all number one hits, Matt. I'm telling you. I, I have made this so easy. <laughs> but the trick is, can you identify a song in two seconds? You have to get. You have to figure that out. Oh, so this is like a part of a song. Yes, it's only a 10-second clip. Okay. And so, okay. So, so, for example, this first one is from 2006. A number one hit from 2006. How many seconds of this song... Are you willing to gamble? Because I'll stop it after two or ten or five it's or whatever. An interesting, it's an interesting concept you've got here. And, and you get more points the shorter you listen. The so. shorter clip. Okay. I, isn't that name that tune? Isn't that the that, name that's of That's what the this segment is. It's name that tune. Okay. All right. Um, so wait, do I have to wager first? How do I do this? Yes. Yeah, so you got to tell me between one and ten seconds, this song, number one song from 2006, how long do you think you're going to need to identify it? Uh, I'm going to say 10, sec- 10 seconds. You're going to take the whole 10. Wait. Oh, it's out of 10? It's out of 10. So 10 it would be the least the least amount. No, 10 is the most amount. You can also wager one second. No, 10 is the least amount of money that I can gain. That would be like... Yes, you earned one point for 10 seconds. Okay. And I have 23 points to make up? Yes. Okay, I'm going to go with 8. Okay, so, so you're going to listen to 8 seconds... And if you get it, it's worth two points. No, I changed my mind. I want to do five. Okay. Five for five. Six. All right. Six is the final answer. Six (sighs) seconds. Six seconds for four points. Are you ready? I'm doing it. Yep. Let's go. All right. From 2006, let's play this clip. All right. right. Six seconds. I, I should have gone with like two. That was, you had a bad day. The artist is James Blunt? No. I'll give it to you because the song is Bad Day by Daniel Powder. Oh, my God. That's right. He a one-hit wonder. He never did anything else. Very good, Matt. That's four points. James Blunt was a person, right? He was a singer. Oh, no. He was absolutely... He was a... You're beautiful. It's true. Oh, that's right. Yes. That's... Okay. Yeah. That's what I'm thinking of him from. Yeah. Okay. All right. Good job, Matt. All right. Let's uh, let's try another one here. Uh, our next song is from 1977. All right. Um, the only song that I can say definitively from 1977 <laughs> I know of is the Star Wars theme song. Oh man! And that's so if it's it, not too. that, no. then I'm probably in trouble. So I'll probably go ahead and I'll say seven, nine, 72nd, 77. I will wager seven seconds. Seven seconds. All right. From 1977, let's take a listen. That That was was seven seven seconds? seconds? That was seven seconds. 
Okay. I'm caught between. I don't know. I don't know the song. Okay. But I'm caught between two potential answers for musical for artist. I think it sounds I'll, to me. I'll make you a deal, Matt. This is the fun as the host. I'll make you a deal right now. Oh, okay. I'll let you give me both answers, and if one of okay. them is correct, I'll give it to you. But if you take this choice, I will cut the number of points in half. So instead Deal. of three points, you'll get a point and a half. Uh, yeah. Okay, I'll take that. I'll take All that right. wager. Because I don't, I don't actually think either of them are right. But okay. uh, at least I'm, I'm not at a loss here. Uh, I'm going to say it's either. I think it's, I think it's between. Jefferson, no, not Jefferson Airplane. Wait, 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 not them, not them, not Jefferson Airplane. I was not. I was. <laughs> I was thinking of Super Tramp. Super Tramp is okay. option one. Okay. Option two. Oh, what are the? What's their name? They did. Uh, uh, um. I can see the. I can see the album. The album is Rumors, but <laughs> well, I can't. I forgot the name of the band. That's Fleetwood Mac. Fleetwood Mac, yes, those are my two my those two are, locks. Yeah, lock uh, them in. Yeah, Fleetwood Mac is a terrible guess. That sounds nothing like Fleetwood Mac. Uh, but uh, you you were you're in the right direction. Most people think this song is actually by ELO, the Electric Light Orchestra. But this is "Blinded by the Light" by Manfred's Band, Earth Band. Blinded oh my God! By the light. Sean, I would have never gotten that. Right. You played the most obscure part of that song. I can't play the part where they say blinded by the light, which is like 80. Why not? I would have gotten it then. And that would have been my, you gotta, you're supposed to help me as the host. It was a number one hit, Matt. There's okay. Okay. You got plenty of more for redemption. I I prefer super tramp anyway. So do you want to take another one? Yeah. Let's do is great. By the way, I'm a huge super tramp fan. So I agree. That's why I thought maybe you would have put them. You would put them in the show. Um, I didn't know you were a Super Tramp fan. I would have if I had known. Um, all right, Matt. This next one is from 1991. What do you think? Oh, that's right. I have to wager. I was I was waiting to hear the song. I'm going to say, uh, you know what? If I can't get it in, it's 91. It's the year of, of my birth and your birth Very as well. Very popular song. It's a very popular song. If I can't get it in five, I can't get it at all. Five all right. seconds on the clock. All right, here we go. From 1991, let's take a listen. You're unbelievable. Yes, that's right. And By who? I, I actually knew that. I I knew the name of the because I I have a. I have number one hits from the '90s in my car actually uh, on a, a CD. And I was listening to the song just the other day, but I I don't remember who made it. Uh, EMF. Yes. Yep. EMF. That's right. Oh, very good, Matt. That was a nice one. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's go to this next one here from 1985. 1985, smack in the middle of the 80s. I'm going to say, all right, 85. Well, we'll go back up. We'll go. All right. We'll go back up to like to like seven. Okay. Seven I, seconds. My guess is you'll know this within three, but you wagered seven, so we'll see. Okay. But here we go from uh, from 1981. Oh, did I say 85? I meant 81. Why did I say 85? Well, anyway. Oh, 
I saw you shaking your head there, Matt. You know this one? Is that Jesse's girl? Yes, that's right, Bob. Yes. Jesse. Jesse Tanner. And his girls. And his girl. <laughs> yeah. I don't think that's right, Matt. Uh, Rick Springfield. Yes. I I would not have known that. Rick Springfield. That's that was okay. that's another one hit wonder. I'm get, I, I right? He didn't make anything else that anybody would know, right? Uh oh yeah, no, he had, he had Oh no, he had a bunch of songs, Rick Springfield. Unless you were like a but would you know them unless you were like a big Rick Springfield fan? Oh, no, he did um Don't Talk to Strangers. Uh and he did uh We All Need Human Touch. We all need you don't know? Nope. Not ringing any bells. Okay. So I'll send you I'm, I have his I'm, Grace Hit C D. I'll send it to you. He's you no super know. tramp, Sean. No, but nobody is. <laughs> The, nobody nobody is. is. That's right. Um, all right, Matt. This next one here. You're doing great. You're catching up. 1995 is this next one. Huge hit. Eighty-five. Or ninety-five. I should say ninety-five. Well, that is very, very different. It is. But ninety-five, five for five. I'm going to say five. I'm wagering five seconds. Five seconds. All right. I, I, I got to build up those points. I'm optimistic. So here we go from uh, 1995. That would be kissed. Wait, I need to make sure I don't mess this up. Okay. Kissed from a rose. Kissed from a rose. Kissed by a rose. Hold me to this. Make sure I have to say it correctly, okay. or, I'm, or I don't get the point. All right. I'm, I have to. I have to sing the. Kissed by a rose, because that's what he says in the chorus. I've been that, kissed by a rose. Is that your final answer? No, no. I compare you to a kiss from a rose. Oh my god. All right. Well, actually, if I just get the artist, though, I don't need to come up with a song title. That's, the artist that's is also Seal. True. It is Seal it made is. it. It is Seals Kiss so either way from, I get it right. It is kiss from a rose. Fr- kiss from a rose. Okay. That's right. From Seal. He, but he does say in the bridge, not in the chorus. He says I've been kissed by a rose. But that's not that's I in the chorus he says I I compare you to a kiss from a rose on my grave. Is that the lyric? Mm, sure. The more I get of you stranger it see, stranger wow, it feels. You know a lot of these lyrics. And now that your rose is in bloom. The light Great hits song. the. What is this about? Is it about being kissed by a ghost? That's always well, what I thought it was about. Well, Matt, I'm going to give you an opportunity to pick up some bonus points here. I'll give you five points if you can tell me what movie soundtrack this song is from. That's the Bodyguard. No, no, right? you're thinking. No, that's Whitney Houston. I will always love you. Yeah, yes. that's the one I'm thinking of. Uh, what? 1995. 95. It's from. Is it from a? Uh, is it say anything? No, I'll cut the points in half and give you this hint. It's from a superhero movie. Oh, it's um, 95, huh? What superhero movie came out in 95? And it featured this song? Like it was like a big... Predominantly, the music video contains clips from this movie. Okay, so that's... Had to be a Superman, I feel like. If it's 90, 95, is early... Early, it's too early for the Ra- Raimi Spider Man's. That's, That's like two thousands, right? Two thousand one. So ninety five for a superhero movie, I would say this would have to be some one of the Superman movies. Superman three, no three was the one with 
So Richard Pryor was in three? Yes. No, no. That would have been... Okay. When did the Brandon Routh Superman Returns come out? I think it would have been... Oh, you know what? No. No, Sean. 95. Was this a Michael Keaton Batman? It, it wasn't a Michael Keaton Batman. It was a... It was a... Uh, it was a... Uh, uh, oh, my God. Who's? I could see his face. It was a Batman movie, though. Batman Returns. No. Ba- it was ba- Batman Forever. Batman and Robin. No. Batman, No. Batman Forever. No, I confuse Batman and Robin with Batman Forever. The silly yes, George Clooney one is Batman and Robin, not Batman Forever. Right. The, Batman Forever and that would have Val Kilmer, Jim Val Kilmer, right. And that's the one with um, with Danny DeVito as the Penguin? No, that's Batman Jim Carrey as the Riddler. There you go. And That's um, the one. Okay. And uh, what's... Um, Crap, James Earl Jones. No, I was going to say that. As, no, no. Who's the actor with the, the other actor? With Tommy Lee Jones. Tommy Lee Kurt Jones as Two Face. Yes. Tommy Lee Curtis. Uh, all right, Matt. I'll give you two points <laughs> for that. Sure, why not? Um, Actually, if it was Tommy Lee Curtis, it would be a lot. I think a lot more interesting. Uh, yeah, those are interesting movies. Um, mm. All right, Matt. We, we've got one okay. more song here uh, for you to listen to, and it is from 2011. Two thousand eleven. You would think that I would probably put a lot of sec, a lot like a small amount of seconds on this, but I I'm of the opinion that good music stopped being made after two thousand eight. It's not a so good song. It's not. But it was. I am gonna say, hit. give me like six, six, six. Why I have to make up the points? So six seconds. Okay. If you get this right, it will put you into positive numbers. Six crappy seconds. Let's do it. All right. Six seconds. Here we go from 2011. Shake that. The, you know what? Strangely enough, I'm going to get, I'm probably going to, I'm going to guess the artist on this because I don't remember the, it was Party Rockers in the House Tonight, but I don't think that was the name of the, the Party Rockers Anthem or something. But I think there's the name of the group is L. Is it LFO? Not LFO. No, no, no. It's not LFO. I wish it was. Am I cl- LMF? LMFAO. LMFAO. That's right, Matt. You got yeah. it. Yeah. It's Party Rock <laughs> Anthem. It was Party Rock Anthem. Party by Rock LFAO. Anthem. Okay. Party Rock goes in the house. Yeah. Yes. That was a, I, know, I remember that one. Congratulations, Matt. At the end of the second round, you have a score of zero. All right. You know what? You've clawed Better than negative 23. I'm coming back. How many more rounds are there? There's two more. Uh, and Matt, this next round is my favorite of the set. Uh, this is the one I put the most work into. I'm sure you're familiar with Don LaFontaine. Is that a real person? You didn't Boy, just make them up? Okay. Don LaFontaine may be the most famous movie trailer voice in history, the guy who invented In a World. Oh, okay. Over his career, he did over a thousand movie trailers, it, most of which he kind of just explained the plot throughout in his dramatic voice. So I thought, what if you took Don LaFontaine movie trailers and cut out everything except him telling you the plot? Could you correctly guess the movie? This is trailer trivia, Matt, and here's how it works. I'm going to play for you the, only the Don LaFontaine parts of famous movie trailers, and you're going to have to guess the movies. If you guess it correctly with no hints from me, you'll earn 10 points. However, if you cannot get it, 
I will give you a series of hints, decreasing the points each time until I just give up on you. Sean, where do you get these ideas? This was the <laughs> honestly, this, this was from? the only good idea I had because I'm like, God, this would be, and it actually was harder than you would think because I had to find movies I knew you knew. You could sell this idea, I feel like, to like <laughs> DSN, and, and they would probably make a whole game show out of it. It's and really then, fun. I do recommend go on YouTube and look up the best of Don LaFontaine. Now he is no longer with us, right? He's passed Unfortunately, on. Unfortunately, no. Unfortunately, yeah. I remember hearing that. When you first said his name, I, I thought he was like a crooner, like in a he sounds like he would be like a um in like a children's cartoon if they needed a stand in for like a D Frank Sinatra type. Don LaFontaine would be like the go to uh name. So but then then after yeah, I now I, I remember, I recognize. Okay, I'm ready. I'm ready to do it to do this. All right, let's play the very first trailer. Here we go. Christmas Eve, Washington, D.C. International Airport. The towers lost control. There's panic in the air and terror on the ground. Last time, it blew you through the back wall of the theater. This time, it'll blow you sky high. So this is a sequel, first of all. Okay, good catch. Because of the of the last uh, last bit. Yeah. It would first time it blew you to the back of the theater. This time it will blow you sky high. And talking about the plot, sounds like it re is referring to some kind of plane hijacking scene. I wanted to, at first. I wanted to say. What takes it was what it was a New York International Airport? That's not even a real place. It was Washington D.C. International. Washington D.C. Okay, isn't a real place, which is also not a real place. Right. Yes, Ronald but uh, Reagan International Airport. So, a movie about a plane being. Well, I guess they don't really completely say that it's about a hijacking. You know what? I think I'll go with. Can I get a hint? Just one hint. It, uh, for eight points, this movie came out in 1990. That doesn't help. I would. The first hints all. aren't the aren't the good ones. Does not give me anything. Would but if I can give you another hint, I, I am going to go with another hint. But I I, I want to air out. There's no penalty for wrong guesses. There's wait. What do you mean? I I get it wrong though. And I don't get the points. No, I'll, no, I'll give you a couple guesses. Really? I'll, all right, I'll give you one guess now before you have to take another hint. A free guess? A free guess. Lethal Weapon 2. Incorrect. Okay. I don't know why I said that, but nope. that was what I was feeling. Okay. All right. Give me, give me that other hint. Okay. For six points, note the first two words of the trailer. Christmas Day. Oh, all right. Well, actually, when I was listening to the to the commercial, it's Die Hard Two. It is Die Hard Two. Yeah, good it's movie. Die Hard Two. I I don't John I don't know, Sean. I don't know why. It's been a it's a long it's always a long day. <laughs> That's why I said Lethal Weapon Two. I, that was what I was thinking in my head. The the thing that threw me was the airport, DC International Airport. 
threw me off for whatever. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. The, the rest okay. of the trailer that isn't the Don LaFontaine parts is just Bruce Willis shouting one liners of you got a terrorist at an airplane on an airport on Christmas. You know, somehow the cop from the first one gets involved. Anyway, uh, yes, it was. Yeah, yeah, it does take place on. Yeah, I, I, I confess, I'll confess live and on the air right now. I have not seen the only Die Hard movies I have seen are the first one and the last one. Well, the last last one or the Justin Long last one? The last, not the Justin Long one. Oh, so you saw the Russia one? The last, wait, the one... The one where he comes out of retirement, he's like an old man. Die Harder, or whatever that was called. Die, die Hard with a Vengeance? With a Vengeance, yeah. That was the or only no, I'm one. sorry, it was Live Free or Die Hard. That's it, yep, yep. Those are yeah, the two I've seen. Yeah, yeah. I have not seen um, Die Hard 2 or, or any of the other ones. Yeah, Die Hard 2 is not... It's fine. It's got a really good couple explosions. I will give him credit for that. But it's kind of a repeat of the original. Um... All right, Matt, how about a next trailer? Here we go. Let's take a listen. To put his family back together, Daniel Hillard needed a job and a decent home for his kids. But he found a way to have both. He's still the same old dad. Only better this holiday season. That's all you get. That's... do I get a freebie like the last one? Uh, I'll I'll give you a free guess, sure. I'm going with um, Daniel Hillard. That's what's at first. Okay, I'm gonna burn my freebie here. I'm gonna go with Jingle All the Way, one of my favorite Christmas movies of all time. No, incorrect. Okay. Just because I don't, I didn't think his name was Daniel with Daniel Hillard in in that movie. That was a Schwarzenegger. Uh, yes, Jingle All the Way. Yes, it was Sinbad as well. I, yes, and Sinbad. I easily easily a, a a holiday staple of mine. It's right up there. It's that. It's Home Alone. Great movies. Um, is the theme? Are we? Are they all holiday movies that you picked out? No, and I'll give you, you die hard there before. I'll give you your first hint. The fact that the movie came out on Christmas Day does not mean it is about Christmas Day. Oh, okay. That is a good hint. I, I was more cluing into the time of year it came out, more so that than That is a good hint. I thought I thought it was taking pl- I thought it was like on this Christmas Day. Uh oh, the release date. Tim Allen is the Santa Claus. No, so it's uh <laughs> Okay, so it's about a, a guy who needs a job, and instead he becomes something cool to the kids when he gets this job. Something that the kids think is really cool, they look up to him. Can you replay the trailer? Is oh, yeah, that, absolutely. Can you do that? Yeah, let's do, okay. Let's take another listen. To put his family back together, Daniel Hillard needed a job and a decent home for his kids. But he found a way to have both. He's still the same old dad. Only better this holiday season. He need okay. I see I, I caught new information in that. So he needed a home a- and a new job, and he found a way to have both. 
And he found a way to have both. I'm going to need a hint. I'm going to definitely need a hint on this one. All yeah. right. Uh, we're now down to six points. This comedy was the second highest grossing film of 1993. So, it being a comedy... I mean, I, you can kind of tell from the, the music. They played that, like, airy airy little fiddle that's usually like goes along with like a funny movie. I feel like the music says a lot about what the movie's going to be. I I definitely need another hint. There's no way. In the that back I'm gonna half of it. the trailer, let me play the back half. Listen to the song they're playing in the background. Found a way to have both. He's still the same old dad. <laughs> Only better. This holiday season. Do you recognize that song? I heard like two notes of it. It's uh, it's "Dude Looks Like a Lady" by Aerosmith. <laughs> okay. Oh, oh no, my God! All right, all right. I feel, I feel really <laughs> stupid now. Is it Mrs. Doubtfire? It is Mrs. Doubtfire. Yes, sir. <laughs> wow. Nice, nice job. I wasn't even thinking about. Yeah. I wasn't even thinking about that. I was, my mind was still on like the idea of like, what movie is with uh, involving a dad trying to find a home? I thought he was like a ho like homeless, and he and he like became Turbo Man, which is not the plot of Jingle All the Way at all, but something like that. Okay, yeah. I, that was that um, was, and yeah, that one was relatively short because I did have to cut out Don LaFontaine really getting into the plot where he goes he had to dress up like a nanny to, like he really spelled it he's out really like, just I, explaining I the entire movie. robin williams is i'm like no i don't i don't think he gets that so that was mrs doubtfire good job matt you got there mm. uh let's uh let's play this next one if you're ready someone is playing a deadly game someone who's seen one too many scary movies now he's taken his love of fear one step too far. He didn't make the rules. He just kills by them. Don't answer the phone. Don't open the door. Don't try to hide. That's Scream? That is Scream! Hey, that's yeah. the point! That's good, Matt. Mm-hmm. I mean we covered it on the show, but I it's a it's still a pretty good one, so. Yeah, I I I still feel really bad that I didn't get I the the first two I knew them. It's it was just Matt. You know man. all these movies. These are not so I didn't like make. Them I know. Hard. I I think it's I think what what you did was you 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 put the deep cuts, like the songs, and I was I thought these were going to be like deep cut movies, but they're pretty surface level so far. And I'll tell you, Matt, the next trailer I'm very optimistic you can get. So let's take a listen. Same make, same model, new mission. Once, he was programmed to destroy the future. Now, his mission is to protect it. His loyalty is to a child, and his enemy is the deadliest machine ever built. This time, there are two. If you thought you had seen it all, look again. That'll be Terminator 2, Judgment hey! Day. Oh, this guy mm -hmm. is good. 
This guy is good. Very good, Matt. Terminator 2. Yes, a great, a great... This time, there are two. Two. Yeah. Judgment Day. Um, all right, Matt, I've got... Did you know... I, 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 quick sidebar. Did you know James Cameron got the idea from Terminator, the original concept for Terminator from a nightmare he had? That's funny, because the idea for Avatar also came to him in a dream, famously. Does you think he just says that? You think, like... <laughs> like, uh, yeah... You think there's like some guy he secretly stole the idea from? And he's, uh, no, I had it in a dream. <laughs> it's like the easiest thing. You can't prove it or disprove it. So no, he's got man's got some weird. I th- I thought it was maybe drugs, but okay, you could well, maybe it, got had, a, had somebody out drugs. there that yeah Gotta figure out how to get a piece of that. Um, all right, our last trailer here, Matt. I think this one is going to be more of a challenge. So. I'm going to play it. If you can guess it without any hints, I'm going to double the points and give you 20 points. Okay. Well, I, I like wrong. this. Prove High stakes. Wrong. All right. Here we go. Let's take a listen. This is the story of Stanley Ipkiss. His job is at the bank. He loves his dog. He's polite to his landlord. And the most exciting thing in his life are his pajamas. But now, all that is about to change. Because Stanley Ipkiss is not the man he used to be. Stanley Ipkiss. Ipkiss. Let me hear it one more time. Roll it by one more. Here we go. This is the story of Stanley Ipkiss. His job is at the bank. He loves his dog. He's polite to his landlord. And the most exciting thing in his life are his pajamas. But now, all that is about to change. Because Stanley Ipkiss is not the man he used to be. Flat Stanley the movie. (laughs) This is his origin story. Uh, somehow that movie has yet to be made. No, Matt, it is that is not. How have they not? How have they not monetized Flat Stanley? I think yet? very easily. In fact, it, it could be. It would be so easily too easy to monetize him. Uh, I don't know about that. They could. Uh, they could. They. We haven't had the Flat Stanley origin story. Every every public school kid in America knows Flat Stanley. How can you not sell that nostalgia back to kids? Back to people. Baby. Being flat Growing is up so kid. 90s. People aren't flat anymore. Yeah, but the 90s are in right now. Very so much so. Flat is coming back. It is. And so, yeah. So I 100% would say, if you're a marketing exec listening to this show for some reason, Call make it. a Flat Stanley movie. We're interested. Uh, All right, Matt. Would you like a hint? Yeah. There, I don't know. I, I'm not going to get it. Give me the hint. Yep. Okay. Throw it out there. This 1994 comedy film grossed over $351 million. It's not, um, it's not Honey, I, honey, I Shrunk the Kids. No, that is not correct. No. Can no. I give you another hint? Uh, Yes. And by yes, the way, Wayne Zielinski is from Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. Yeah, that's okay. That's right. Uh, this movie is based on a comic, but I wouldn't call it necessarily a superhero movie. But it's based on a comic. Uh, 
thought Wayne Zelinsky was the Unabomber. No, that's Ted Krasinski. <laughs> okay. Almost the same. Almost very close. Um. Okay. Okay. A comedy. Ninety-four. You said. Yep. A ninety-four comedy. Yep. And it's based on a comic. Yes. But you may not know that. If I told you the title, you may not know it was based on a comic. It's not a great hint. Comic. Cause it, okay, so it's not like Garfield or something. No, no, it's a Dark Horse comic. Howard the Duck. Good guess. That came out in the mid-80s, but again, you're getting close. Um... Uh, I'm running out of hints that don't give you a lot of help. Uh, Matt, would somebody stop me? Oh, <laughs> it's the mask. It's the mask. It's Jim. Yeah. Okay. The mask. Now I didn't know that was based on a comic. I did not. I also, I did not. I didn't see Jim Carrey in my head when I thought of the, this movie at all because he, could, he wasn't. He couldn't hear him in the trailer. Also, I never saw the mask. I've no. never actually seen it. I've, I, I, I know all of the references because people used to make them all the time. Smoking. That's right. That's exactly right. Uh, well, good job, Matt. I think that was one of your better rounds. You did really good there. You're now up to 34 points. And we, that was like memes before there were memes. It was just quotes from various Jim Carrey movies because it was that. It was The Mask. It was Ace Ventura. Ventura. And it was... Uh, Liar, liar. Dumber. It was pretty, yeah. Was was Jim Carrey the original meme? Was he the, like, the first innovator of memes? Well, and the funny thing is, everyone just quoted the trailer. It wasn't even the movie. The trailer would come out. He did smoking in the trailer, and I think that smoking. was enough to get people uh, talking about it. Loser. Um, Matt, we've got one more <laughs> round here for you this evening. We're going right. back to music, but with a movie twist. Uh, I mentioned earlier, Kiss from a Rose uh, was on the Batman Forever soundtrack, and there are a lot of number one hit songs that came off of movie soundtracks. Uh, I would like you to guess which. So I have a collection of songs here, some of which debuted on movie soundtracks, and some of which did not. So the trick is, I'm going to play for you a clip of the song. You're going to have to tell me, A, if it was or was not on a movie soundtrack, and also, B, you can earn additional points for telling me the name and artist of the song. Okay. Sounds fun. Let's uh let's play our first clip right now. It might seem crazy what I'm about to say. Sunshine she's here, you can take a break. I'm a hot air balloon that could go to space. Alright, do you know the song? Let's start there. It's um it's just called Happy? Is that the yep. name of the song? Yep. And it's you by Pharrell. Yes, that's very good. We'll give you two points for that. Now, Matt, was this originally from a movie soundtrack or not? It was originally not from a movie soundtrack, but it was in it was in many movies. I don't think it was made for a movie. Is that what you're asking? Is it made yes, for a movie? Did it did it debut on a movie soundtrack, essentially? No. I don't think so. Uh no. Uh it sounds like it probably should have. 
like Happy Feet or something, or like one of those movies, like a kid's movie. But I don't think it did. I don't think it debuted on it. I think it debuted on an album. Okay. It's a 50-50 shot. And I'm going to say the, no. Yeah, you got the wrong 50, Matt. This actually debuted on the Despicable Me 2 soundtrack. Okay. So no points okay. there. All right. I'm I'm kind of happy that I got that wrong. <laughs> yeah, it's dumb that I know that. Uh, <laughs> all right, let's uh, let's play this next song. You, you seem to it's already closing know. time. Yes, bye. Uh, I used to hear it at Staples pretty much all the time. Great retail song. It was it it was like the retail song. Uh, in my head is the Dave Matthews Band, but it was not the Dave Matthews Band. One hit wonder. It was a one hit wonder, and I think it was somebody, some guy's name, like Dave Matthews Band, right? No, no. it wasn't. No. Okay, then I I have no clue. No, it was Semisonic. Okay. Semisonic. Okay. But the bigger question, Matt, I'll give you a point for knowing the name. Was this from a movie soundtrack? It was a movie soundtrack. I don't know which one. Uh, Matt, that is incorrect. This, movie, <laughs> this song did not debut on a movie soundtrack. I, you know what? I, I, was, I thought that this whole round was like a theme. Oh, they all come from movie soundtrack, but no. No, I'm trying to trick okay. you, and I guess I did. So I'll You got me. W. You got me, Sean. It, it sounds like, like it should have been in like I, one of those honestly, movies. It probably was after it debuted at some point. Like, All-Star yeah. was on, like... Although, did All-Star start on a movie soundtrack? Shrek. It was from... No, 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 no. Yeah, do you Mystery know Men. The Mystery Men. That's right. It was on the it Mystery Men also, soundtrack, and then the, it was on Shrek. I think they came out, like, a year yeah. apart. What? It was on the, the Rat Race soundtrack as well, for the movie Rat Race. Yeah, I think... I yes, but it, de it definitely debuted no, it on, the, on Mystery Men. Well, it was, the Mystery I think it was made for Mystery Men. Right, Mystery Men is in the music video for the song. Right. Um, yes, it is. Yeah. Yeah. But that's not one of the ones here, so that's not going to help you. Um, all right, Matt, let's play this next one. I could stay awake just to hear you breathing. Watch you smile while you are sleeping. While you're far away dreaming. I could spend my life in this sweet surrender. Do you know that song? Give me a minute. I don't want to close my because I miss you. I don't want to miss a thing. Yes, bye. Bye. The bad boys of Boston. Oh, this is this is gonna kill me. Why is my brain working? I can't. I'm drawing a blank on the name. Aerosmith, Matt. That was an Aerosmith oh, yes. song. Oh, come on. Yes, yes. I, I knew that. I knew that, and I, I knew I wasn't going to get it. It's like, this is like I'm really midnight for brain. me. Uh, I'm really past my bedtime. The question is, is this song from a movie? Oh, it, it, I'm going to say no. I'm going to say it's not from a movie. Matt, that is incorrect. This song wow. was written specifically for the film Armageddon. And the reason you should know that is because Steven Tyler's daughter, Liv Tyler, stars in the movie. Opposite I thought, okay. Ben Affleck. I, what? Opposite Ben Affleck. 
I thought that I knew it was in the movie, but I didn't think it was written for the movie. Okay. That's really, that's a tough concept to know. Yep. I'm finding. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh, All right, Matt, I'm going to play you one more here. Okay. So let's, let's see if you know this one. Do you know this one? Uh, it's no. You know what? I'm not going to come up with the title, but uh, I do I'll, know. I'll take the artist. It's no. It's no doubt, right? It is no doubt. Yes. Okay, so I'm gonna go with. It's no doubt, but I don't know the. I can't put a put a name on the on the song. It's right, right in the court. Don't speak. I know what you're thinking. Don't please stop explaining. Tell me, cause it hurts. Yes, it was. It was. Don't speak by no doubt. So you get a don't point for speak. knowing the artist. But Matt, was this from a movie soundtrack? Well, I've been wrong on all of them so far, so I'm just gonna go with the opposite of what I think, and I okay. think it I think it was made for a movie. Okay. So I'm gonna say that it wasn't made for a movie. And once again, Matt, your instincts were very wrong. Uh, it was not in a movie, so technically oh, you got so it, it right. Got finally got one. I just have to learn to not trust myself. I just have to go with yeah. the opposite, That's the right. opposite of my hunch. With those. Well, I said that was the last one. I, I mm. want to play. I'm gonna just going to do one more quickly because I already pulled all these clips. Anyway. I can't believe I didn't get Aerosmith. That's just another That's one great. where I psyched myself out on that I one. I think you'll get. I think you'll get this one. Let's take a look. I just, you know, you just draw a blank sometimes. Okay. <laughs> Now that one is just an insult to my musical intelligence. So sorry. This Crazy Train by Black Sabbath. And it was not written for a movie, but it was commissioned in the depths of hell by <laughs> Bill Belichick and Robert Kraft to be the theme song of my nightmares. Matt, that's you got you got a hundred percent of that right. Very good. <laughs> Very good. We're ending on a high note. That's excellent. Well, congratulations, Matt. You survived the all audio pop culture twi- uh, trivia extravaganza with forty three points, a respectable score, I think, because we have no baseline. So, excellent job. Can we just? Can we just? I know you don't. You don't really make edits to the show, but can we edit the part where I don't know Aerosmith out? No, can we absolutely. just cut that out? Absolutely. Okay. I have a reputation and I'd like to uphold it. I'm okay with getting with with taking like five minutes to figure out uh Die Hard 2, but the Aerosmith one I don't know that if I can live bad. with. That song was huge. I knew the I knew the song. Everybody knows the song. I just don't I I I was just completely drawing a blank on the artist. Just completely. Like you yeah, just like it was not it was just like one of those just completely blanked out like it was whited out of my mind but you did, you did good over i was very impressed with your uh, movie trailers because you did miss die hard but you got 
you got a number of them. You did pretty good. So overall, that was fun. Those were some. That was that was a fun game. That was you could. Uh, like I said, you could pitch some of that. That uh, that trailer. The uh, trailer game you could pitch to I, GSM. I, that, was, that was a lot of fun. Uh, maybe we'll do that a mini version of that again on a future episode. But the problem is the movies get more obscure. Like like these were the most common movies I could find because while Don Fontaine did a lot, he did a, a lot of them were for like Jean-Claude Van Damme movies you've never heard of, um, which are very funny, but you just wouldn't know the movies, you know? Also notice he didn't say in a world in any no, of the trailers you picked up. But I think I think one of my favorites of all time of his is you ever see the movie Time Cop? No, which is a a very funny. I think is that Jean Claude Van Damme. I don't remember. But he he the 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 point of the movie is time travel's invented and he's a time cop, um and it's it's very bad. But he does in a world where time travel is possible. It's it's a great. That's one of my favorites of his. It's a good trailer. Universal Soldier is another good one. Um, there are a lot of them, but anyway. I wonder if someone has stitched trailers together to make it say funny thing to make like. To make like the uh, Don Lumpkin like his like his voice say some funny things, they probably have. This, there is probably a find supercut of him doing like in a world, in a world, in a world. Like someone has super. Yeah, that that's yeah, game. that's what I mean. They're, it's got to be. I'll have to find it. Send it to you. It's very good. I'm um, sure that they you have. Just don't like realize hours. how many he did. Yeah. Um. And then it just keeps going and going and going of like different in a world where this 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 this. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Where crime mm-hmm. is illegal, you know. <laughs> um, now, uh, Matt, you said you had something for me at the end of the episode. Uh, I do. Sean, how much do you know about the early modern period of history from oh, 1450 no. to 1750? I'm going to go so far as to say literally nothing. So Because I just made a unit test for my students all about land-based empires from 1450 to 1750. Now, now what grade <laughs> are these students? Uh, this would be uh, AP. They're, they're, they're 10th graders. It's an 10th AP grade AP class. students. This is an AP class. Oh, my God. Sure, Matt. Go ahead. Ask So me I'm going to give you three questions. I'm not going to We're going to see if you get them. Okay. These are practice released questions for oh, practice man. purposes uh, on the AP class. Are you ready, Sean? I, I give you movie trailers and you give me okay yeah let's let's do it go right ahead that you didn't you weren't expecting this okay these are actual questions for, that I am asking on my test so get are these ready like multiple choice or something they are multiple choice do okay, you want me to give you do you want me to give you choices on this let let's start with just the question and see how I do and then I may need that some some options fair enough fair enough okay. Um, okay. Let's go here. All right, Sean. Your first question. I need to, I need to pull one that's not like three paragraphs long because <laughs> there are some DB. Okay. Uh, Sean. Uh, which of the following accurately describes a significant difference between the Ottoman and Mughal empires in the early 17th century? Well, one is, is a it... footstool. 
I'm going to minus five points for every hint that I have to give you. <laughs> All right. What, what are the what are the choices? Uh, a. The Mughals practiced religious tolerance toward non-Muslim subjects, while the Ottomans did not. B. The Ottomans ruled over people who were predominantly Muslim, while the Mughals did not. Or C. The Mughals effectively used gunpowder weapons to expand their territory, while the Ottomans did not. I actually feel confident that I can get this right, which is going to be really embarrassing when I get it wrong. I, I, I somewhat confidently think the answer is A. And you would uh, somewhat confidently be wrong, Sean. Oh, uh, no! I cursed myself. Go the ahead. answer was actually B. Uh, the Ottomans ruled over uh, people who were predominantly Muslim, while the Mughals, who ruled over... Do you know where the Mughal Empire ruled? No, maybe, In the 1450s? That's, why I, maybe that's why I got it India. Wrong. India, oh, where the yeah, okay, population but, was predominantly Hindu. If I had known that, I would have gotten it. I, for some reason, I always think the Ottoman Empire is further west than it actually is. Turkey. That's the Turks. The, they they, know, uh, I, they I, did expand into, into quite a bit into Eastern Europe, Southeastern like, Europe. Maybe there weren't a lot of Muslims. All right. No, you got me on that one. All righty then. Uh, Not great. That one's too easy. Uh, oh. let's see. We'll give you two more. Two more Vast, questions. Vastly overestimating my knowledge. There's no such thing as a too easy. Is one of the questions your name? No. No. <laughs> Students should know my name by now. It's December. Um, all right. Okay. This one, this one is a, is a, okay. You should get this one. I, if, I, did you, did you happen to take AP world history in, in high school? I purposefully avoided it. Okay. So even, even so you should, okay. you should, you should get this one. Which of the following factors contributed most to Manchu expansion in Asia during the 17th and 18th centuries, Sean? Was it the development of large trading companies? B, the adoption of Buddhist beliefs? C, various military alliances with Western European states? Or, B, or D, the use of cannons and gunpowder? Can I say all of the above? No. Oh. Uh, I got to go with... Um... So I'm going to narrow it down. So I can say two wrong answers instead of one. I think it's either A or D. Um, <laughs> look at your face. I, I will, as the host, since being the host means I can do whatever I want and manufacture rules on the spot, yeah, I, uh, I will say you one of those is the correct answer. Hey, all right, good. My confidence is up as I crash and burn. Um, my instinct... So, Matt, I, when I, I used to be a certain kind of test taker. I'm a speed test taker. I don't overthink it. I don't double guess. Whatever my instinct tells me, I'm always the first person to finish a test in the class because I just go by instinct. I don't hem and haw. My instinct tells me the answer is A. So I'm going to go with A. So A is the development of large trading companies. That's the one that you're going to lock in for Manchu expansion. Well, when you say it like that, it makes me think I'm not correct, <laughs> but I kind of already said it, so I guess I have to keep it. Sean, you had a 50-50 chance, and 
you're on the wrong side of 50, my it's friend. It's always gunpowder. It's always it's gunpowder. Gun, it's, that's right. That's that's what I tell. I actually, that's what I tell the students. <laughs> it's always gunpowder. I say, I, I my thing is I say never bet against the gun. Never bet against a gun. So if it's if the if the question's asking you and telling you that they used gun, cannons and gunpowder, that's going to win against anything else. So would have been helpful to Manchu's expanded. Ago, the Manchus expanded. The Ottomans expanded. The Qing Empire expanded. The Mughals expanded, all thanks to cannons and gunpowder. Can't bet against the cannon, my friend. Oh no! All right, you're all for two, but I have a feeling that um, this is going to be it. We will see. Spell Italy. Um, let's see. For all these marbles here, let's see. I can only imagine see, a lot of these have to do with maps and pictures that I can't show you. Uh, 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 okay. 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 Here we go. Since we're on the topic, talking about the Ottomans and the Mughal empires. Okay. Which, I don't which of the following is true of both the Ottoman and Mughal empire? Okay. Between 1450 and 1750. So it's true for both of them. Okay. Is it A? The rulers of both believed in strictly separating secular and religious concerns. B, the top administrators in both empires were chosen by a stream uh, by a system of competitive examinations. C, Christianity was prohibited in both empires. Or D, both empires were established by skilled warriors on horseback who originally came from Central Asia, Sean. Well, none of them had any gunpowder in it. So right away, I'm not feeling good. Um, boy, I, I, if I had to narrow it down, I think it's C or D. It, it, oh, is, is Katie coming to laugh at me? Um, no, she just scared the ever-living crap out of me because she was wearing a face mask. And it she wears, like, these themed face masks. Oh, no. Like, they're the... They're the like facial masks, but she bought a pack of themed ones for Halloween, and she also has one like the they're they're scary they're terrifying they're <laughs> absolutely terrifying because in a normal a normal face mask looks pretty scary, yeah. but these are like themed so they're like painted and colored. Oh, no. I, I'm going to see that in my nightmares tonight. Yeah, absolutely one terrifying. Of those on the show. Um, yeah, Matt, I'm going to go with C on this one. Uh, Sean, you are nothing but, cons if not consistent, my friend. <laughs> You're wrong again. Was it uh, Christianity was allowed, but it was tolerated in both empires, although it was, it was, um, upon? it was uh, taxed, taxed oh. in, in Ottoman Empire. Uh, it was, it was allowed and acceptable for both, not prohibited. However, D, both empires were established by skilled warrior on horseback. Uh, they were both originated from the same uh, Central Asian Turkic speaking uh, group. Well, that was my other choice, so I kind of feel like I was sort of close. <laughs> uh, I don't know if the college board would feel that way, Sean. No. Well, uh, but hey, there's another question about gunpowder being, being important, so... Matt, my, my my GPA was so low it was uh, barely noticeable. <laughs> so <laughs> not the guy to ask. 
Well, Matt, we both made fools of ourselves tonight, but that's okay. We do it for the fans. We do it for fun. Thank you for... Anytime you want to ask me historical trivia, you go right ahead and I'll get many of them wrong. Thank you for another exciting Sean Tember. Sean slash Tember. Sean Tober slash Sean Vember. Slash Sean Sember. Um, yeah. Th- that, that's right, Matt. I hope you had fun. My month is here. March Madness is only a couple months away, so... Somehow. Start... this is Time is... Time is crazy. Start thinking. Actually, we got a lot of exciting stuff coming up. We also have our annual Super Bowl uh, prop bets are going to be coming up uh, in early February. So that'll be a lot of fun. So we've got some good stuff ahead, but we've talked enough here. So we're going to wrap it up. Uh, of course, uh, be sure to check out our website, upfordebate.tv. All the past episodes are there, including all of the Sean-centric episodes. Uh, you can also subscribe wherever you get podcasts. Make sure to click that subscribe button to get our latest episodes with the video versions on YouTube. And you can follow us at UpForDebateTV on Twitter. Email us UpForDebateTV at gmail.com. Uh, that's going to do it for tonight. On behalf of Matt, I'm Sean. We appreciate you being here, and hopefully we'll see you next time for another great Sean, episode Sean, of Sean, 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 Sean. This has been a Coffee and Beer production, executive produced by Matt Mariani and Sean Jennings. To learn more, visit coffeeandbeer.tv.